Thanks once again for listening to Cranford Radio. And we're actually completing something that uh, we've been doing for a number of years now, and that is interviewing all of the members of the Township Committee. I'm joined today by Jean-Albert Maisonneuve. He is one of the commissioners, obviously, on the Cranford Township Committee. Jean-Albert, welcome to Cranford Radio. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks for having me. Sorry I might have been ducking you a little bit. I really wasn't. uh, Just a little busy, but a pleasure to be here. Well, glad to have you here. One of the things that I've been trying to do with these interviews that I've done with all of the Township Committee members, some of whom are no longer on the Township Committee, uh, their terms have ended, is really just get to know the person. We're not getting into so much of the day-to-day issues that confront Cranford, although we may touch on some of those, but it's really getting to know the person. Uh, A little bit about your background, uh, some of the things that you hope to accomplish, things of that sort. So why don't we start right off by asking you, why did you decide to run for political office in the first place? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I know. You know, I, you know, one of the things that I feel uh, being on the township committee and one of the reasons why I ran uh, to be on the township committee was really just to be of service uh, to the community. And that might sound a bit kumbaya uh It is uh, because really um, I feel as though I need to be of service in, in some capacity and I felt uh, this was probably the best way for me to do it. Uh, I was previously on the Downtown Management Corporation, um, the DMC, as most of you know. But I felt, uh, I guess, this higher calling to try to provide to the community that has provided me uh, a lot. Is this your first time serving on any kind of elective office? Yes, it is. Um, I've served on uh, many boards for uh, the companies I've worked for and um, have been volunteer boards and uh, and being on uh, executive leadership teams. I've had some familiarity in in, uh, doing this type of development and this type of work. You mentioned before you actually were elected and decided to run, you served on the Downtown Management Corporation. And I guess you're still serving as the liaison between the Township Committee and the DMC. Is that correct? Yes, I am. And, you know, through that experience of, uh, yeah, I was on the DMC probably about 10 years ago uh, initially and took a sabbatical, so to speak, for about five years and uh, came back on board and, um, you know, was privileged that uh, some people thought it would be a good idea that I take on the higher office based on some of the work I guess I did on the DMC. So uh, it was a great experience, and it's uh, there's such uh, some fantastic people on that board that, that give a lot to the community and, and should be recognized for that. The downtown obviously got a, a great piece of news uh, not too long ago when NJ.com ran an online poll, and out of all the downtowns throughout New Jersey, we were ranked as number one. What do you think that meant for Cranford, and what will it mean going forward? Well, I think that the fun part about it is that, you know, I'll share a little fun information that I had uh, just recently. I had an opportunity uh, to meet with the mayor of Asbury Park uh, initially when we won um, the uh, downtown planning uh, downtown planning award. Uh, Asbury Park was one of the uh, recipients as well and uh, got to meet the mayor at that event. Um, but just recently I was able, we we're doing some business for my company in Asbury Park, uh, had a sit down with the mayor and took the um, – fun aspect of taking uh, Cranford number one sticker over to his office and dropping it on his desk. So just for that fact, um, that was fantastic. But 
I think that um, as as it relates to uh, the the benefit of of receiving that type of award, I know initially when I came to Cranford and, and serving on the DMC, most people were complaining that well, why can't we be more like Westfield? Um, and as times change, now Westfield is saying, why can't we be more like Cranford? And uh, you know, I think that that's that's a great honor for us, but we have to keep in mind that we essentially have to keep up. Um, with what's going on around us and that as a downtown, it shows how much we've progressed. And I think that people who've been in Cranford for such a long time, I think remember what the downtown looked like um, and the, the type of retail stores that were available to us and some of the development. I think sometimes we forget that. That work and that development uh, through not only the, the people on, on the township committee from past and, and present and as well as the DMC from past and present, um, it really shows that that progression is really important. And we can't stop. I'm not saying that it's, it's about development, but it's about keeping that welcoming aspect of the town um, and keep on moving forward with it. So uh, that was an important uh, win, so to speak, for us to do that because it, it's a real nice pat on the back for all the hard work that people past and present have done for the community. Obviously, the downtown is not your only concern as uh, being a township committee per- member. What are some of the other responsibilities that you have? Well, uh, this year I was, uh, I am uh, now the uh, commissioner of DPW and engineering, so uh, that has its own uh, challenges. And, uh, you know, our uh, DPW head, Steve Wardell, does him and his crew do an amazing job uh, for this community. So they actually make things pretty easy to be the uh, commissioner for that. It's just kind of, oh, wow, watch him, watch him plow. I'm like, that's great. I feel so good. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, engineering, we, we, we had a little bit of setback because our, our township engineer, Bill Mazel, uh, has decided to move on to bigger things uh, for, for him and his family. Uh, so. There, there is a bit of more of challenge there because of our infrastructure uh, requires so much. Um, that's everything from road paving to to sewers to to that development. So um, those are some of the the big challenges that we'll face this year. You know, again, I know that's that's uh, quite important to our residents. So uh, that that's one of the new challenges that I face in terms of okay, we have so much money and we have so much infrastructure work that has to be done, and how do we do that? And we are really in the midst of that right now. So uh, that's keeping me pretty busy. <laughs> you mentioned infrastructure, and that's an issue that is not just a township concern, but it's something that we see on the state level and even on the federal level, trying to figure out how are we going to take care of all the infrastructure. What are some of the challenges that beyond just money that go into addressing the infrastructure issue? Well, I think, you know, part of it is uh, it's almost human nature. Uh, you know, I can kind of use an example of, of how we look at infrastructure because I am a very big infrastructure guy and I could use uh, my home as an example. My home was built in 1900. There's a lot of work that has to be done to a home that was built in 1900. But, you know, I've always been kind of guy I want to pull up to my house and just feel comfortable. Like, oh, wow, this is a great house. I'm happy. But, you know, the heater doesn't work. The plumbing is a problem. The electrical is knob and tube. I don't have any air conditioning in the place. That's all, all infrastructure. All that work has now been done to my house. But you would never know it because you can't see it. Um, so sometimes as uh, commissioners, when we make decisions, some of those decisions you can't really see. You know, it's dealing with some sewer issues and road issues. 
it's beneath the surface, so you could fix it. So sometimes it's not always noticeable. And sometimes if you're not on that particular street, you would never know that all that work was done and all that money was spent in order to do that. So sometimes people, and it's just not to make anybody wrong, but human nature is like, if you can't see it, you know, not much was done. So those are those are some of the challenges that we face that are quite important. And I think from the federal level, I mean, look, we have the Gateway Tunnel that we've talked about. Uh, you can't really see the tunnel. Well, we already have a tunnel. It's fine. Try taking the, looking at the pictures of that tunnel. It's going to crumble. So it is such an important aspect of it, and I think it is the most important aspect of it from a federal, state, and local level because without our infrastructure, you could you could build a new road on top of something that's going to cave under it if you if you're not accustomed to that or you look at a bridge and just like well it's still standing what do we have just paint it you know but we don't see the cracks under it and i think those are incredibly important i want to switch a little to a bit about you and your background tell me a little bit about where you grew up and uh, what you've done uh, during your career okay well i am first generation american uh, my my family actually emigrated from haiti uh but my my background is is uh you know, my grandparents were French and Haitian and Lebanese, so I have a bit of a mix in there. Even though my last name is pure French, uh, that's a that's a bit of the mix. But I am a first generation American. Uh, I was born in Queens, New York, Jackson Heights, to be exact. And uh, but I consider myself a Jersey boy. Give me the shore or the beach for my Mammoth and Ocean County friends. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I've been uh, raised out in Western New Jersey. Um, Everywhere from Branchburg to Hoboken to Bridgewater to now Cranford and lived in the, at the shore in, in the summertime. So I'm pretty familiar and I think ingrained myself to be a pure Jersey boy uh, at this point. Um, you know, have, have family in Canada all over the place. Uh, from a career perspective and from a school perspective, I graduated from, at the time it was Glassboro State College, now it's Rowan University. And uh, my son actually has has followed that to Rowan. Uh, his choice, not mine. I didn't push him. Uh, but he, he's enjoying it there. And from a career perspective, I've pretty much been in the financial services industry for quite some time. At this point, I'm with a, a financial a credit union called First Atlantic. Um, I'm on, on the executive team there and do a lot of strategic development for them. And prior to that, I was with J.P. Morgan Chase and Investors Bank and Affinity Federal Credit Union. So I guess I've been in uh, in that as well. Uh, my, my degree has been in uh, business and marketing, and I have a secondary degree in restaurant management. Uh, which was really my dream, but then when working in restaurants, I saw what it took, and I said, I don't have a big enough family for this so uh, to manage. So that's really uh, my career, and as I said, I'm with uh, First Atlantic Federal Credit Union right now and, and helping them grow, and that's really my full-time gig, even though this is a turned out to be a full-time gig as well. <laughs> as far as Cranford goes, how long have you lived in town? What brought you to Cranford in the first place? Well, um, my... Daughter was born, so the second kid in a two-bedroom apartment in Hoboken just wasn't going to work out anymore. and <laughs> uh, I couldn't afford to uh, buy up at the time, so uh, myself and my wife actually looked at three communities. We looked at um, uh, Westfield, uh, we looked at um, Maplewood, and we, we looked at uh, Ridgewood. 
Notice Cranford was not in that conversation because as uh, remember uh, when I was younger, they said, well, what do you want to go to Cranford for? for? They roll up the sidewalks at seven o'clock at night and being more uh, of a city type guy, it's like, well, no, we're not going to do that. So we actually uh, settled on a home in Westfield um, and they pulled out at the last minute and we were leaving Hoboken. So we had to think fast. And one day we were heading down to the beach. We saw a little ad in the newspaper and pulled off the parkway and saw a house and okay we need a house that'll do cranford i guess this is it <laughs> uh so uh, you know subsequently moved from that home to the home i'm in today uh that we are in today and uh, we've been in cranford for about 15 years your wife Lockie, as many may know wrote a book and you've also been involved sort of with the the marketing and managing side of that haven't you um, you know, I've had a little bit of involvement with it. Um, you know, I try and my wife is brilliant. Uh, she's a brilliant author. Uh, she's a brilliant speaker and she knows uh, how to work with uh, challenged communities as well. So she really didn't need much of my help. It was just as much support as I could give her. There really wasn't much involvement for, for me in that, even though I have a marketing background. There there would be, you know, I, I would give whatever opinion she would need. Um, I wouldn't give it with unless I was asked. Uh, but she... Uh, does an amazing job. She has a publicist. Uh, she has a great team uh, behind her working uh, towards that book. And I'm, you know, my role with her is I just call her, I'm her Sherpa. I show up sometimes to her speaking events. I carry stuff and I answer any questions on the side and in her speech, she might bring me up. I wave a little bit and that's what I do. <laughs> well, you just start at the second year of a three-year term. As you look ahead to the next couple of years that you're going to be serving on the township committee. What are some of the goals? What are some of the things that you'd like to have accomplished by the time that term comes to an end? Uh, there, there's there's plenty I'd, I'd like to get uh, accomplished. I mean, one of the things I ran on, or a couple of things I ran on, was infrastructure and strategic development. Infrastructure, now that I'm working with DPW and, and engineering, gives me a little bit more direct work with that and, and the ability to to make something happen with that. And, and that's what I'm looking to do, particularly this year. Uh, the other aspects of strategic development, I know that uh, we have the affordable housing issues and we have the development issues. There is a tremendous amount of work that's going on that. And that really uh, fits into my background of strategic planning. So uh, However, one of the things that comes across, because I could be a pretty impatient person, I want to get it done. If I see it and I know it, it's like, let's go, let's get it done. But uh, within that perspective, it is really the, how government moves, maybe a little slower than corporate America. Uh, there are some, uh, it's fine. Uh, so what we try to do is work within that. So for me, it really is uh, trying to move forward, particularly for this community, uh, with our affordable housing requirement and how do we develop and build appropriately because it has to happen. We don't have a choice. The state mandates it, but we have to work with the state uh, and we have to work with the developers and build a what's appropriate for Cranford. Uh, even though many of us may not think that what we're doing is appropriate, it gets to, okay, well, you have to maybe rob Peter to pay Paul a little bit here, but it's it's incredibly important that we can't just stick our finger in the eyes of of the state government or developers and anything. The whole intent for me uh, is to work with, with all parties to do what's right for the community as best as we can. One last question. As a Jersey guy, Taylor ham or pork roll? Oh, that's brutal. So my wife is from South Jersey. I went to school at Glassboro State, uh, and I am all North Jersey guy, though. 
However, if you ask me any other question, I w- it's not a hoagie. It's a sub. You know, however, don't kill me, my North Jersey brethren, but it's pork roll. <laughs> Jean Albert, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thanks, Bernie. I appreciate it, and I look forward to, to hearing the broadcast, I guess. <laughs>